And welcome back to Next Scene Podcast, the podcast taking on pop culture one scene at a time. I'm your host, Sean. And I'm your other host, Brian. All right. Thanks for, for joining us today. Thanks for, for tuning in, listeners. Uh, we are here today to do our uh, quick opening weekend review of the new, the latest entry in the Home Alone franchise, Home Sweet Home Alone. And we are planning as um, coming up in December for uh, this holiday season, we will be covering Home Alone 2, Lost in the Podcast, uh, in eight parts. And I think what we're planning on for the wrap up to that, our final episode of that, we'll be looking back on Home Alone 2 and kind of giving our final thoughts on that film. And at that point, we'll do a longer, more in-depth review of this latest uh, reboot slash remake, whatever you want to call it, Home Sweet Home Alone. But um, it being opening weekend, I just wanted to do some quick, quick, uh, you know, kind of our quick first impressions, our hot takes, and also maybe some advice uh, to any of the listeners if you haven't seen the film yet and you're wondering if you should. I think we can we can help us out on that. Does that how's that sound to you, Brian? That sound good. It sounds good. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, all right, so let's just jump right in. So you uh, you've seen the the Home Sweet Home Alone. What are I your first thoughts? <laughs> Well, yeah. I, it's it's uh, a step above terrible. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it is, but I it is part of the Home Alone universe since uh, Buzz is in it. Uh, yeah. Not surprisingly, he grows up to be a, a police officer. <laughs> yeah. So, and and Kevin is mentioned. I mean, I think this lives in that universe, which I think is. I, I haven't seen all the sequels, but it's somewhat unique for the later sequels. Uh, correct me, Sean, if I'm wrong here. No, you're right. Yeah, so Home Alone 1 and 2 and then th- 4 are in are all the the Kevin McAllister family. Although then in 4 it's a different cast. It's not Macaulay Culkin and Catherine O'Hara and all them. But So but, right. But then 3 and 5 are completely unrelated. It's a different kid, a different family. There's no references to hey, that McAllister kid that got left home alone like anything like that. Um, so that's completely separate, but then here for, which is, I guess, like the sixth entry, if we consider it part of the same series, this one, now they go back to the same world. Like you said, so it's, it's in Winnetka, it's in kind of the same Chicago suburb as the original. And yeah, there, there are several references to the Mm -hmm. McAllisters, including Buzz appearing. So we kind of, so it's not. It's not centered around the McAllisters, but it is in their world. It, it's in their world. Yes. Yeah. And I, I mean, I thought this movie was pretty confusing, uh, not connected. Just everything seemed very sloppy. I, I'm still not even sure who the kid's dad is. Yeah. If I if I had to sum it up in one word, I would say uneven. Okay. There yes. Are, that's a good yeah. way. That's well so said. There are – um, there are some parts that I think are are good, bordering on very good, and uh, I'll 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 be more explicit about when those parts are later. But uh, just to say, and then there are parts that go from just bad to there were points where I was embarrassed for <laughs> the people that the, the the people that made this the the actors, the writers, the producers. I think there are things that if you're um, you know, if, if you were involved in making this film, you sh- you should be embarrassed. This should be like an Alan Smithy thing. Like there are <laughs> there are at least two scenes that I would be like I I wouldn't have the I would I couldn't show my face in public 
if I was involved in, in something like this. I mean, there's some there's it's truly embarrassing how bad some of the the some of this movie is. And now could, spoiler spoiler horn here. Let's just spoil this whole thing. OK, yeah. If you haven't seen it, watch it. Come back to us. Spoiler alert. The kid gets left home alone. <laughs> now okay so here's my now here's my questions here's my confusion let me see what you know of this okay it's well actually you know what? let's go no, go ahead yeah if i can let's do let's kind of break it up let me give my and i and i've talked about this with you my kind of recommendation for someone who hasn't ah, seen it let's okay. do that first and then we can do like the spoiler section second okay all right so this is if you haven't if you haven't seen it and you're going to, or you're wondering, should I see it? Yes or no? This is my recommendation to you. Fast forward to 45 minutes in. Start watching at the 45 minute mark. Watch until one hour and 23 minutes and then stop. Do not watch anything before or anything after. What you're going to get is basically the, you know, the attack on the house part, you know, mm -hmm. kind of the, the climactic scenes, you know, it from Home Alone 1 mm -hmm. and 2 and, and all the other ones. Um, and and that's that's the good part. I think this is really good. I was really entertained during this section of the film. Again, you want to start at 45 minutes. And in terms of like, what do you need to know? Well, you need to know there are people that are trying to get into a house. And I think you're going to be able to figure it out from the action and the context. There's a kid inside the house who's trying to keep them out and that's going to be obvious. And there's a mother who's trying to get home to the kid who's been left home alone. And I think that's, if I, if I have the timing right, right at 45 minutes, you're in a scene where the woman's in the airport and she says, you know, I'm the mother trying to get home to my kid. You know, so mm -hmm. that's not a spoiler. That's the first thing you're going to see at minute 45. The woman saying, I'm the mother trying to get home to my kid I've left home alone. Mm -hmm. And that's all you need to know. If you know that much, starting at minute 45, or and I think you'll be able to figure it out if you don't know, you're going to be very entertained. It's going to be, what is that? That's about 37, 38 minutes of very good entertaining. Just imagine this is like a TV, a Home Alone themed TV special. You just watch that part and you're going to be good. If you watch anything before that or anything after that, you're going to be frustrated. You're going to be confused. You're going to be angry and you're probably going to be embarrassed on behalf of the filmmakers because that's the bad stuff. So, again, if you haven't seen it, start watching at minute 45, watch to one hour and 23 minutes. And then at that point, you turn off your TV, you walk away and you will have been entertained. Mm -hmm. That is um, true. That's yeah. the best so any, part of the movie. Yeah. So any anything. So, Brian, anything you want to add for the people who haven't seen it yet before we get into the spoilers? Uh, see, I, I am going to go one step and I'm going to say that it was it when I was done with the whole movie, watching the complete movie, it mm -hmm. was to me, it was worthwhile. I, Sean gave you very good advice to be entertained, but I will take it a step further and say, if you want to witness something, watch <laughs> the entire movie. Okay. The, 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 after, after, um, the, the, the last 10 minutes of the movie are baffling. And bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, baffling, I think, is a good term. Okay. Yes, yes. But you think it's worth it, that the good parts are good enough. It's worth watching the whole thing. I, I would say to watch the whole thing to get it as a complete picture. 
And if you like Home Alone, which I know a lot of people do, it, it's mm-hmm. it's something I think you have to see. Okay. Okay. All right. So there you have for the the listener who's who's on the fence or maybe wondering if you should see it or how much of this you should see. You have a recommendation. Take it for what it's worth. You, you have two ways own, to watch it. You have two. You're ways your to own watch person. It. You can you make your own decisions. We we only. Uh, these are only suggestions. You're going to do what you, what you want to do. And there you go. Okay, so now on to uh, – so the people who haven't watched, go away. You can come back <laughs> and listen to the list later. For those of us who have seen the film or, or just folks that aren't worried about spoilers, now let's let's dig into this 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 thing. This, I mean it's, yes. it's technically a feature film. I mean it's long enough. It, it counts. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> – um, I, I, you know what? I'll start with the good. I will just say Ellie Kemper is great. Mm-hmm. She's entertaining when she's on the screen. It's worth watching. She's good. Yes. Um, you know, it, it's, it's a shame that she, there isn't a better movie around her and a better cast to support her, but she was really good. I was, I was really, I really enjoyed watching Ellie Kemper in this film. She was good, yeah. She was probably the best one out of them all. Yeah, yeah. Um, Rob Delaney, I, I do like him. He just – I don't think he really brought much to this. Uh, it, it being specifically him, I guess it's just poor writing. I mean I don't know if it was his fault. Yeah, I mean I mostly know Rob Delaney from Catastrophe. Good um, show. The I guess it was I don't know if it's an Amazon original or the the series that was on Amazon Prime, and you know he's one of the the two leads in that, so he gets a lot of screen time. It's uh, Rob Delaney and uh, Sharon Horgan, and that's they're both great in that series, mm-hmm. and I really liked him in that. That he isn't as good in this, yeah, maybe it is the writing or the director, character, right? Yeah, because yeah, we know he can do better. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. And and he doesn't really do it. Yeah, didn't really do it for me. And I think the same of um, Asling. I'm Asling Bay. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that correct. The the actress, the Irish actress who plays the um, the mother of the kid mm-hmm. who's who's left home alone. In this case, I've seen her in a bunch of other stuff. She's done a lot of other TV. And she's usually good. She's another one I, that like. And I don't think know, she was that bad in this, honestly. I think yeah, that's the part, and what, and you got to it where you're like, you're not even sure who the father is. I really, because there was a different guy at the end than than the the beginning. I wasn't sure. Well, and apparently, I wasn't sure because you said (laughs) you you because you and you you know because you said like, oh, you know, we're talking earlier. You're like, I'm not sure who the father is, and I'm like, oh, it's it's this actor. I thought Pete Holmes. Right. Was the father? Well, I just looked. I just I, I brought up the you know the the cast listing. He's an uncle. <laughs> I know Chris Parnell was an uncle. No, he's Uncle Blake. So he's, okay. so he's so the one the 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 actor I thought was the father is not the father. Is there a right. father? I, at the very <laughs> end, I believe that the father's at the final scene. Okay, isn't that? I. It, I can't. I, if you say, so, I, I can't argue either yeah. way. I can't say you're well, wrong. Yeah. I don't know. It's, I don't it's know. Extremely who, unclear. Who is? Is there a father? In well, and the other thing is. Okay, 
Yeah, Andrew Daly. I'm guessing, mm. like, because he's got the same last name. He's too old to be a. I'm getting like he's too old to be another kid in the family. The uncles are all listed in the you know listed are credited as like Uncle Blake and Uncle Stu. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the fact that he's not um, Uncle yeah. Mike, I guess he's. But yeah, it's it was bizarre. Well, even more bizarre than that, there's this strange woman. Well, no, she's not strange. There's a woman, and it's strange that she's kind of hovering around the family, but like she never speaks, and like nobody ever talks to her. Mm-hmm. But she's doing like I guess she's like a maid or a housekeeper or something. Like she's always around, but no one talks to her. And I'm like, that's that's creepy. Like to have it set in you know current day. If it was mm-hmm. you know if this was set in like the 1700s you know, or colonial times, you'd just be like, okay, she's a servant or you know wore a slave or you know or something mm-hmm. like that just this person who's always working that no one acknowledges as a person but to have something set present day and and I think this goes to one of the central issues is um you know kind of sympathy and likability mm-hmm. and you have to care and you know, at the very least, like obviously, you don't care about the crooks that are trying to break in. You're know, thinking of Home Alone one and two. You don't care about the crooks because they're crooks, and maybe you don't care so much about the parents um, because hey, they're they're neglectful and they leave their kid home alone. You have and to the, at least, yeah, yeah, you have to at least like the kid. Right. But like the whole like, and, and and I know in the original there was like Uncle Frank who's a real jerk, and and there's Buzz who's a kind of a bully and, and mistreats his and. Um, you know, mistreats Kevin, but that's kind of, I let that go a little bit because that's realistic. Like older, older siblings kind of pick on their younger siblings. I was kind of older kids pick on the younger kids, but then like, if there's an external threat, they will defend. They'll say, Hey, listen, no one can make fun of my little brother except me. Right. You know, they're, they're still family. They still come together in the end. Whereas like, they don't, I don't, yeah, I don't know if they come together. And again, there's this person in their household that that they never address, they never talk to. Mm-hmm. So it's like, how can you have any sympathy of like, no, this isn't just the older kids, you know, the older siblings kind of pick on the younger siblings. No, this is just, they're all bad people. There's no right. one, there's no one, you, at the end of this film, there's no one you like. Or there's no. no one I like. There's no one I came away saying, I'm rooting for this person. Everyone was unlikable. Mm-hmm. And that was like the main issue for me. Yeah. And the robbers, they're, they're justified. I mean, that it, for all you know, this kid stole a, an expensive doll. Uh, yeah. Of course, that turns out to be not true in, I guess you could call it a twist, but um, – yeah. The entire time, you you think that they're they're somewhat motivated motivated to right. go and get it back, which ruins the film. Which is part of why I recommend people don't watch the beginning because we you understand know, right because because you don't know all you know is oh these people are trying to break into the house and this poor little kid is trying to defend himself. So like there's good and bad. You know who to root for. Like it's clear. This moral ambiguity, and I know it's realistic. I know when we get in the real world, it's messy. That even the bad people, well, it's like, well, they had a bad childhood, and you know, they, mm-hmm. you know, there, there's reasons. Usually, there's reasons. There's bad. I think if you look into it and you do research, almost everyone who's bad 
there are exceptions, but almost everyone who's bad, like there's a reason out of their control. Usually when mm-hmm. they were young, you know, there was lead in the water. And so now they've got no impulse control or they were abused. And so they're, they turn into abusers to act out. like, like, you know, the real world is messy. The real world is a lot of shades in gray, mm-hmm. but you know, and it's nice to see that complexity reflected in our entertainment, but not a home alone. Like this, I, like I home alone, right. this is, with this kind of violence, like it's to say, okay, we're going to be realistic and we're going to shade our bad guys in levels of gray, but then we're going to have cartoonish violence and we're going to hit mm-hmm. people in the head with, you know, with, with um, billiard balls and they're going to mm-hmm. get up and walk away and not be, you know, not be severely concussed or dead. Right. Like, so part of it is, it's still like the cartoonish violence, but then we're going to get emotionally, we're going to try to be realistic. Mm-hmm. And that shift was confusing. It's kind of like if, if the first home alone if before we even meet the McAllister family, we spend 10 minutes with Marvin Harry and learn about how Peter McAllister is this corrupt banker and like stole their life savings and, you know, or, or you know, stole the pension from their company. And that's why they're trying to break into the house. Like, and mm-hmm. so try to make them sympathetic, which I'm like, yeah, but, you know, if they did that in the first film, would that have made it better or would that have made it worse? Like, okay, yeah, you would have understood those characters a little bit more. But then when they're getting abused, you know, they're getting set on fire. They get hit. You know, Marv's getting hit in the head with an anvil. I think it's too confusing. I I really think it's – yeah. Yeah. It's too confusing. Yeah, the real world might be like that. But in a movie, it's way too confusing in movies like this. Now, in another mm-hmm. different type of a movie, you might be able to handle something like that, uh, the moral ambiguity. But in this, where they're going to be breaking in, it, 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 you're, you're confused. Right. I, I was confused. Yeah. And I think other people – that's why I say just skip. That first part is just – it's going to confuse you. Parts of it may anger you. It's – you know, it, it the whole yeah. range of emotions except entertained. You won't be entertained. That first 45 minutes – You'll, you'll, you will not be entertained. You mm-hmm, will be confused. Correct. You will be angered. You will be bored. You may be disgusted. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of eating and chewing. And I know sometimes <laughs> you have meal scenes that people eat, but we're like, they're talking with food in their mouth and it's just, ugh, it's disgusting. Yeah. I really didn't like that part. And um, it's very confusing. I, again, in the first one, Kevin thinks his family's gone because he wishes them away. Right. I, if you ask, does the kid know? Does he think magically they disappeared? I don't know. And I just saw this movie. Right. Well, and why doesn't he call the police? Like that's um, because what, he was afraid of. Well, that they that they do address. Do they do address? Because they're afraid that his mom will get arrested. That they have uh, in the very beginning. No. Uh, they address that. There's a whole scene about it. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, there's a scene about it where he's, where uh, the police do come. Yeah, that's when Buzz comes. It's yeah, yeah. It's not good. Yeah. So I mean, that's it. I, you, you have two things you can do. You can watch it the way <laughs> Sean's recommending, yeah. or you can just bite the bullet and see you about this whole entire disaster. Yeah. The good thing I will say is, it's short. Yes. Um, it's, Either way, 
It's 95 minutes. Mm -hmm. It's probably Mm -hmm. 90 if you just skip out the credits. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, you can't do the whole thing. And yeah, an hour and a half, you just bang it out. I mean, the original Home Alone was 145. I think Home Alone 2 is over two hours, which is um, too long for a comedy. So, I mean, yeah. So, the the good thing is it's short. It's kind of quick. Um, Yes. It will leave it will leave you confused almost certainly, mm-hmm. um, but you know what? But there, yeah, there is a solid 35, 40 minutes in the middle there that I think you will be entertained. Mm-hmm. And if if that's enough for you, then then that's enough. Absolutely. Yeah. So again, we'll so coming up in December, we'll be doing our uh, eight part coverage of Home Alone two. Lost in the podcast in the final episode of that coming out Christmas week. We'll do a more in-depth kind of wrap-up review discussion of this film. But, you know, just, yeah, for opening weekend, wanted to kind of get out our hot takes. And I mainly, I wanted to get up my recommendation warning for the folks. If you (laughs) haven't seen this movie, please believe me. Please please, just, just start at minute 45 just don't watch the first 45 minutes of this film and you will you will be a much happier person cuz you know what you're going to you're going to watch the first you're going to you're going to start at 45 minutes you're going to watch it you're going to be entertained you're going to you're going to think to yourself how bad can it be how bad can that first 45 minutes be you're going to go watch the first 45 minutes and then you're going to start looking for the guy from Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. And you're going to want to wipe that first 45 minutes away and you won't be able to do it. So please, please don't watch it. <laughs> uh, but that's, you know what? There you go. I'm going to, I said my piece. I can put it that's down. It. I'll walk away. All um, right. And that's it. That's it. All right. So that that's it for us. Again, coming up in a few weeks, uh, the first week of December is uh, our coverage of Home Alone 2 lost in the podcast so please uh join us for that but until then um i've been sean (laughs) and i'm brian (laughs) and you're brian and uh yeah and we'll see you next time on the next scene